Welcome to another episode of Help Me Buy Property Podcast. Today, my co-host is Rajan Sharma. He's a really good friend of mine, a client of mine uh, who has been working with us over the last two and a half years. And so today it's a client journey discussion. It's about who Raj was before IPG, during IPG, and while he's working with IPG. Drum rolls, let's introduce Raj. Raj, hello, how are you today? Yeah, I'm good, thanks, boss. Thanks for the warm welcome. And you are in Melbourne today, and so we are in this studio, which is awesome. Yeah, how exactly. are you finding Melbourne? Yeah, uh, what a Sydney sider would say about Melbourne, but yeah, apparently whenever I come here, the weather is good. <laughs> so uh, You bring the good weather down. I bring it? the good weather <laughs> So best of luck to you for tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> now, thank you for being on the show. And so we are discussing your property portfolio. Yeah. Okay? And so talk to us a bit about pre-IPG days. Talk to us about, you know, what was going through your head. I know you were talking to another buyer's agent when I spoke to you for the first time. So share a bit of your story. You know, it is very interesting and very exciting. Yeah, sure, sure. So um, I think I started off with like a beginner, uh, not even investor, like someone who was looking for a house. Uh, in Sydney and seeing the property uh, prices go up. Apparently, I think the push for me to buy my first house was, and this is a different time and era right now, but at that point in time, um, things were going to touch around 800, 700. And uh, the norm in the market was that if you can't buy right now, you'll never be able to buy a property. And I'm talking about like Sydney, 700, 800, right? So, that was a push for me, apparently, that, you know, just buy it. Otherwise, the rates going to go really high up and whatnot. So, I uh, bought my first house in 2015. At that point in time, the price was looking around uh, very high to me, which was 660. Now, it's around 1.3, 1.4. A million dollars has become a norm, actually. And had, you know, cold feet and uh, uh, not the very right investment, I would say, because it's really, it's in Quakersville, right? So, it's in the... It's, it's in the surrounding of the suburbs who have been really, you know, uh, grown um, uh, uh, much more, which were at the same level as Quakersville was at that point in time. So, I'm not call it a mistake because it has grown, but it have it would have grown, uh, you know, much much stronger. And then after that, I bought uh, another property in Doreen, which is uh, high cash positive. I don't know NDS if you've heard of. So that's uh, that's what I bought in 2017-18, and then after that. Apparently, I, I, I did not invest at all, right? And people call it good times to invest, right? When I was talking to someone who has invested in 2019, it has actually hit the jackpot and I was doing nothing, apparently. But when COVID happened and after that, there was a tiny bit of growth, which everyone saw, I was, uh, I looked back at my previous uh, 10 years in Australia and thought that my best bet is to work with a buyer's agent because uh, I need to really, you know, uh, 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 look at my property portfolio seriously. And um, I wanted someone to guide me and help me, apparently. And so what and was your first experience, you know, talking <laughs> to a buyer's agent? You know, talk to me a bit about that. I know you did a bit of shopping around before, you know, we connected. A lot of it, I promise you, was. A lot of it. Uh, loads of it. So um, I think uh, when I started my research, I would say, uh, looking around, most of the buyers agencies or buyers agent whom I found was that, you know, you do one transaction or one property and okay, bye-bye. They didn't look at the whole landscape 
or the potential for someone to uh, build a property portfolio and i was not in for that to be honest because i thought that you know if i have to buy one property then it's not the right uh, kind of modus operandi you know so i did get in touch with someone um apparently after my research after a lot of talks and you know what not but paid him the retainer as well uh but it didn't turn out to again i mean again from the same thought process that you know not the landscape not like multiple kind of property strategy and i wanted someone proactive to be honest like someone who could uh be as concerned uh for building a property portfolio as you yourself are uh and the issue is that people are just like you know i'm i'm not so there'll be good people as well but then most of them i found uh in my personal opinion were more concerned about that particular property sale and which i think and i think most uh i would like you to talk about it for a minute after i finish but then for me the true meaning of a buyer's agent or buyer's agency is that that agency or that that person whom you are relying on and you are paying them it's not just just one transaction right it should be strategized in a way that it's it's kind of it builds the foundation to build a very large yeah. property portfolio definitely what are your thoughts on that and then i'll jump on to how i found you <laughs> yeah no 100% look i think um one of the key things that we bring on the table for a lot of our clients is understanding where we where they are yeah. and where they want to be in the next sort of you know 5 to 10 15 to even 20 years down the time frame right and so you know understanding you know the whole property journey and bringing that um in a nice coherent manner you know we do financial modeling of the client's profile and so you know that's what really is the gist of you know what uh, the the value we bring on the table and so of course you know when we first talked about you know while you had two properties you know I was still classifying you as the first time investor and you're like but I have two properties <laughs> you know why are you classifying me as first time investor I'd be like Yes, you have two properties, but number of properties do not dictate yeah. where you are in the journey, right? And and I'm super proud of the transition that has happened, right? As the way you were two years ago, and still remember those words when we first talked. That most have lost, you know, so much in the opportunity cost, and you know, I want to be that person, you know, who has six or seven or seven properties, and I'm not, you know, looking back and thinking that, you know, I've lost three hundred, four hundred thousand dollar of equity that I could have caught. Yeah. Um and so super proud of you know what you've achieved over the last sort of two and a half years while working with us right so yeah let's let's get into the mix of more um uh, and let's talk about you know what happens of course you know you were working with an old buyer's agent you know you know you jumped across you wasted a bit of money i felt really really bad about you know you losing that <laughs> retainer uh and of course you know one of the things that you know we we never do with a lot of our clients is that you know we never block retain right we always say to people look my if the relationship doesn't work you know you can have your retainer back that's it right you know ultimately it is a relationship game and this is not about transaction so there's no point me making money off retainers or or ipc making money off retainers right if i yeah. can't really build that portfolio for you for you and so talk to me about you know the first property acquisition and 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 where did it there yeah sure but i will definitely talk about the finding you process first and it'll take like 30 seconds and with all fairness to that buyer agent and he paid me the retainer back apparently after a lot of uh, bleeding and pestering but again i mean um, even if i would have lost the retainer uh, it would have been nothing in, in in front of what you have created for me to be honest yeah so again i mean whoever uh, uh, doesn't know moss you know 
you don't know him because maybe you're not using facebook <laughs> so it's quite popular in regards to the podcast he does and you know the value most creates in regards to property development property portfolio building even if you're not you know assigned to me and that's what i completely you know appreciate and and respect that uh, the intention of you know whatever videos moss is doing it's not the intention to sell but to guide people like us who stumble upon those videos and can gain some value out of it so thanks for that for the community moss to start with and then yeah i stumbled upon a video of moss and it was quite quite intriguing and then i went to the facebook uh, group yards and there were multiple multiple videos i found and articles which were really uh, you know interesting and you know i could reflect back on mistakes which i had done and i got a call with moss i remember we had a zoom conversation sorry for that i was on a car and we were talking about it and then the panel like came i saw uh, him face to face and we had the conversation and the thing which won me was uh, uh, the proactiveness uh, which moss talked through and that was my you know i would say thing i was looking for in the sense that it's not about one property it's all about strategizing together with you to you know build a property portfolio right and that was theory but it's practically actually implemented so when we kicked off i think the first property we bought was uh, in uh, in adelaide and i remember my conversation and was like i'm coming from sydney as like ah, who goes to adelaide right and now i'm seeing that you know who all go to adelaide and how much growth that property has gotten so that was the first property was in adelaide and i think back to back in like two months or so we bought another property which was out of auction very difficult times by the way guys so not current times wherein the properties are going in auction and you can still buy it off and because of the relationship i think moss's team has in fact that property in adelaide as well it was like around at least 40 to 50000 dollars cheaper than the market price which is like really surprising for me that how uh, how much value a buyer's agency or the right buyer's agent can create for you in regards to not even the projected growth but also the property you're buying right now can be that high amount cheaper because of the relationship and the strong network boss stream has and adelaide one i still remember vaguely you know we paid like an extra i think 1000 oh my god what is negotiation don't stupid it's right it was like I remember I mean again I mean it's like uh, the, the the person who will be leading you uh, will be you know Moss or Moss's team in regards to even negotiating to death like literally you are you cannot okay you cannot negotiate so you are buying it you are spending your you are picking here you are actually you know pulling out your wallet out of your pocket and paying cash so you will the, you should be you know really worried about it but you'll find Moss even more <laughs> you know going to an extra extent to uh, to negotiate and that property is 500k 1000 because i think apparently the real estate agent told moss that uh, anything about 500k would be okay right and bear in mind i mean the when i did my research in regards to the sold properties in that uh, in that suburb they were going around 545 50 and it was like a no brainer right yes definitely and and it's interesting look i mean you know uh, adelaide has done wonders for people right i was investing in adelaide at the same time in the suburbs that you are investing in so you know a lot of the clients were following a very similar tra- trajectory to yours right and so you talk about that particular suburb right now in adelaide and you are looking at you know properties well above 600 650 you know at that sort of price point right right so it's crazy and you were sitting on like a thousand square meter block massive block yeah 9979 yeah which is unheard of right and so yeah and so that was the first property the second one was melbourne you know we brought you back into melbourne of course that was positive cash flow 
Uh, Melbourne is always a bit of a pain. And I understand that, you know, from a cash flow perspective, it always is. But, you know, we balanced it with the first property that was in there in the mix yeah. you know, to counteract uh, the, the positive and the negative nature of the two properties. Yeah. Uh, but talk to us a bit, bit about, you know, what the Melbourne property entail. I think, you know, we got a, uh, an offer from an agent, like literally. Oh, my God. Yeah, I remember that. I just forgot about it. So, yeah, I remember that, you know, what happened was even better than uh, Adelaide, like in the sense we talk about this 40, 50,000 thing. In those times, I think back in 2021, my property was not even settled, right? So, there were like, I think 10 days remaining for the property to settle. And uh, I got an offer from the agent for 100k more. I was like, oh my God. And again, reliance on boss. Shall I sell it? He's like, no, 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 just wait. And it's the and same agent, right? I think they were playing real games, right? And so they realized that, you know, they've sold that property significantly cheaper before. Yes. You know, they could hit the auction and we realized the value. And so, of course, you know, them making an offer and saying, hey, we can sell this again and we have a buyer at that price. And was the crazy market, right? Yeah. And so, you know, knowing where to buy, when to buy, what to buy, you know, comes down to the key. You know, out of all your portfolio, I think the two properties were the last two properties that we purchased are my favorites. Of course, each and every property is awesome. Uh, but, you know, you ask me, I always have a favorite, you know, when it comes to clients' portfolios. You know, my personal favorite is, you know, the property that we bought, the second property that we bought in Adelaide. Yeah. And which was like literally nine or 10 kilometers from CPT. Um, I think at around what, the 750 price point? Yeah, exactly right. Yeah. It was 750 and, uh, and again, I mean, the process is that uh, it's not like uh, the properties will be thrown at you and buy this and, you know, because there are, there's this norm in the market I always hear. So it's not, uh, it's not that. It's like the property will be presented to you, the facts, the data pointers, the PDFs, you know, why we are suggesting this property to you, what data is saying, what growth looks like. And then after that, you can, you know, and there's a, you can reach out to Moss and his team. There's a, you know, half an hour brainstorming you know, slash strategy, which is discussed that why we actually are proposing this particular property to you and why it will benefit you and, you know, and what, what the data pointers are looking. And I think that property which is your favorite. I think it's your favorite because <laughs> we were discussing in Moss said, okay, go and actually find a land over there. It was like around 900 or so. And the best part is that uh, it's a blue chip suburb and, and we all know, right? The expectation is that it'll be uh, either neutrally geared or negatively geared. And, uh, my God, this that property is like has like two uh, units together, an existing one, so it's cash positive right from the start. And I think three minutes to a hospital, five minutes to the beach, seven minutes to the city. So you know, uh, I think it's and and apparently I think um, and I'll come on to come to that later. But uh, just to give you a taste of it, right? Every single property, and that's the best part about IPG, which which is my personal favorite, right? So you can select a good suburb, and you know you know, buy it. But the two top most important points, which I think no one can beat your uh, company, I think, is that, uh, and the intellect and the data and, you know, whatnot is that the number one is a negotiation, right? Like, you know, and the scooping out of, of the market opportunities, uh, uh, which are not there on real estate, right? I think that one was not in real estate. The previous Adelaide was not in real estate. Definitely. The Part one, which have not was not on real estate, right? So, how would you find it? How would you compete? I mean, you can educate yourself however much you want to, but you will only go to realestate.com.au to actually find the properties and then negotiate, right? So, that properties, those properties didn't even come on real estate, right? That's number one. Number two, 
think there was no is, real estate agent at all, right? In some of these properties, you know, exactly. we were talking directly to the vendors, negotiating directly through a door knocker network, right? Yeah, which is like, you know, again, I mean, I don't know, it's a bit beyond the network you have with the real estate agents, right? Yes. So this is really good. Um, and the second very, very important aspect is that you're always looking towards a future. So every single property uh, in my property portfolio, which Moss has uh, built, has a development potential, right? So I can't even pinpoint on any single property which doesn't have a door. Like we're talking about like 1,000 square meter of land in like Adelaide, right? We're talking about this property which has this, I won't say exit strategy, but you know, cash flow strategy of building. And again, I mean, how can you even think about it, right? So without experience, right? So it's a, if it's a three-minute walk to the hospital and, you know, most did all the research. So it does all the research, even talking, picking up the phone and talking to the council, right? And that's what the best part is that it's not like, oh, you know, we'll build on it and without any sub substantial facts supporting that. So yeah, I mean, the idea is to build a doctor's room, isn't it? I'm looking forward to that most, which will be like, you know, I think we can oh, get around 180k, isn't it? Yes. Yeah. That's, that's crazy because I think what happened was that on the same, you know, street that we bought this property at, there was one property which was a residential property converted to a commercial property and that's what triggered our interest as to, okay, you know, how can a residential property be converted into a commercial property? That's amazing, right? And so when we acquired this property, you know, we did a lot of due diligence and, you know, there was an agent who did that exactly from across the road from there and they converted their house into you know rooms for doctors you know and you know doctors pay significant amount of money to be as close to the hospital so that they can set their own private consulting suites and i, I think you know my personal favorite is wall of course you know you can do developments there and the resales of brand new product you know that is selling right now there um, in woodville south i'm not scared to mention some of these names uh, in woodville south it is close to about $1.2, $1.3 million per brand new. And so buying a double unit at $720, which has an opportunity to do three units potentially, and having an exit strategy from a cash flow perspective, I think you know that beats the numbers by miles for any property. I know when we shared this uh, on our Facebook group, people were drooling at it. Uh, <laughs> you know, I was you know consciously thinking about it that I want Rajan to say no so that I can acquire this property myself. <laughs> <laughs> I had that gut feeling. I was thinking, we've talked about a lot about sound. Yes, I had yes. this gut feel that you know, let's go with it. Yes, no, definitely. And I think I mean the 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 agent started off at eight hundred, you know, came down and came down, and then you know I think you had a conversation uh, with our local agent down there, and he said, look, you know, this is the best deal that you would ever get, right? Because he knew what the market was tracking. He knew how desperate the seller was, and so uh, you know we used that to our advantage. So. Yeah, and that's that's the that's the knowledge and that's the information I would say more than knowledge that you know you need to be you need to be you know and that's where this team uh, which Moss has built comes into picture that you're being there being at the right place at the right time I would say which which wins the game right like you need a desperate seller for such deals and which I got like thrice so it's not a fluke <laughs> yes. it happens quite often to the to the existing clients which I really appreciate and I'm really looking forward and again in regards to the mindset as well. Mad. I'm not ashamed to actually admit it, but I think a lot of people who are buying their first property uh, go through cold feeds and whatnot. So I think I remember I was negotiating on a dishwasher <laughs> on my uh, first property. And this property, I mean, I remember my conversation with the agent and saying, oh, no, this, that. And I just said, okay, pay $10,000 because we know how far we are. So that's the long term thinking which I've kind of learned. And Definitely. I'm Definitely. bothering Moss a lot less now. Yeah. <laughs>
And so I think the last one was Perth and that one was an amazing purchase as well. I think, you know, we missed out on two properties and they were both, you know, smaller land size with a bigger price ticket. And then all of a sudden, you know, you get that third property. And I think we beat the right in our own house, even on the rental side, you know, we, we yeah. this thing that this is going to be, say, I think... 550, you mentioned it's on 580 now. Yeah, it's Right crazy. now, as we speak, yeah. Right. And yeah, and uh, I, 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 again, I mean, I mean, whoever comes and says, oh, I am a good whatever my only point is that go and actually search for the property which bought uh, in in Perth. it's not it never came to realestate.com.au right and i think just to put things in perspective uh, the properties at that point in time were around 440 and four uh for 430 for like a 500 square meter land and house and this is like a property which is overlooking like a, a bush and then you know the, it's near the beach and sort of a suburb and we bought like an extra 10,000 bucks. We got like 100 square meter extra, right? Yeah. So, and I mean, we go back into some of these suburbs and, you know, now, right now, I was talking to one of our property acquisition specialists and you can't find anything there at 550. I know oh. we are looking something for your own sister and she is keen <laughs> to get it there and be like, nah, it has to start with the five it can't be under five. I know Rajan was lucky and, you know, that was the time. But of course, you know, ultimately there is some saturation point when you're coming in and out of right yeah so that's good that's was and so where to from here you know you tell me because you know we've had that discussion offline but it would be interesting to see and hear as to you know uh, how does the strategy plays out from here yeah from sure perspective sure sure i think one thing was mentioned and he referred to my sister uh that actually reflects the trust i would say right like you get your own uh, family members in and try to actually create the same growth you have achieved uh you know so it's one of that like my my ex-colleagues, my school friends, you know, everyone is there now because they've seen the success, right? So, uh, and I feel proud and actually if they, you know, if they come into the same ecosystem and achieve the same growth, right? So, that's a reflection of the trust, right? Now, in regards to the question which Moss uh, uh, asked uh, about where from here, I think sky's the limit, I would say. Um, I think one more SMSF property definitely, which will bring it to like eight or nine properties. I would just see, look at that, right? I was just calculating that, you know, how many, <laughs> how much is the number? And then I think, as Moss mentioned, and again, I mean, uh, the pieces of puzzle and you know, the whole foundation is actually built on an aspect that I re uh, I'm I reach where uh, I am right now, and which everyone would, right? And that's the whole kind of I think few method. Uh, Moss, you have right wherein this is a step by step process to to enable every client achieve the same results as I have achieved, and like what Moss always says, the process works right. So uh, uh, and it's the same right. So for me, it will be a cash positive property. The next one, maybe a nine better, and uh, the very next is getting into development. Right? I mean, uh, which was unachievable. I would say. I think in my lifetime, I would have never gotten into development myself. So. Either we'll be developing our existing properties and there are so many development projects Moss is on to like, they're like, I don't know, 10 or 15 every year which are happening, right? So um, maybe after this cash uh, positive, we'll get into maybe developing our existing property and then all the development projects, right? So Definitely. And so, I mean, you know, you think about your portfolio where you were, you know, before we caught, you know, in 2020, 21, I think. Yeah the way you are right now, you know, you're sitting on decent equity, you know, somewhere around 600 to a million, including your own principal place of residence or overall on the top of it. And of course, you know, I'm not going to take credit for, you know, some of the things that you've done in the past. But the important thing is this, that, you know, uh, there is a lot of people who are out there and, you know, naturally they become quite nervous, right? You know, interest rates are rising, market is collapsing, 
And so one of the things that I really enjoy and that gets me out of the bed is, you know, working with people who understand the mind, who knows how to play the game, who are there basically, you know, playing it, you know, non-conventionally, who are playing this real estate game in a very contemporary manner, right? Yeah. So you're not scared of waking up in the morning or, oh, you know, every Tuesday, first week, you know, interest rate, right? you know, we actually celebrate, right? Because, you know, this is what the market looks like, right? This yeah. is this is ultimately, you know, where you doubled it because you believe in the system, you believe in the fundamentals on some of these, right? Yep. Yeah. Uh, that's what it comes down to. And so, yeah, super proud of who you are. And of course, on the bigger and better things, right? Together, you know, yeah, that, that's the key thing. Yeah, I mean, definitely. And thanks to you, man. I mean, you're super proud because of you only. <laughs> you're super proud. Ah, yeah, you can be super proud that I actually took that decision, definitely. But it's like, I would say, not even 99.9%, but 100% heavy lifting is done by Moss's team in regards to, and I know that I can reach out for the smallest thing possible of a log drain <laughs> <laughs> yes. to, you know, whatever is kind of, you know, uplifting their intel and, you know, whatnot. So it's like the hand holding throughout the way. It's not like, you know, you'll be left alone to fight the battle. Yeah. There are property managers, which I recommended. Uh, I know you're talking to one of the largest property management agencies as we speak. Um, so, you know, he always tries to get uh, that peace of mind to, uh, and again, I mean, there are things, it's a property which will happen. So, if there's someone there to, you know, um, uh, provide you the local contacts to help you solve the issues, uh, you know, what can be better than that, I would say. So, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm super excited and, you know, I... Um, my mindset has completely changed. I mean, that's a big thing, right? Yeah. So, yeah. I was the one, you know, like I mentioned, the dishwasher, the rotten timber there and whatnot. doesn't really matter. One very important thing I want to mention is that, like Moss mentioned about the interest rate rises, right? Even in this ecosystem, because of Moss, my mindset is that, let's go for another SMSF property, right? Okay, what I'm buying? What I'm buying? Oh, I'm not buying anything this year. What are, what are you talking about, right? So, and in fact, the suburbs, right, what Moss mentioned. So, we are talking about the interest rate rises and the property prices dipping. But because of the research, which is backing up everything, uh, and years and years of research and experience, that, you know, we are buying in Perth, for example, right, uh, right now. So, you need to be, you need to just understand that, you know, we need to invest to get that growth. So, I'm, I'm super happy and excited, to be honest. Definitely. I think next podcast would be about our development projects. Yes, yes, <laughs> yes. No, 100%, 100%. Look, thank you for having you you here and thank you for coming on the podcast and sharing your experience. Uh, stay in touch. Thank you for sharing this with the listeners. If you have any questions from a listener's perspective, feel free to reach out to Raj. Uh, sure. If you have any questions, uh, drop it in the comments below if there is anything that you would want to understand or learn from your, you know, his journey's perspective. And of course, we are here if you have any questions. Lovely to chat, guys. Take care. Stay safe. Keep smiling. Keep investing. This is Moss and Raj checking out. Adios. Thank you. Thanks, guys. Mm -hmm.